Welcome to Soul Rising. We're your hosts, Amy and Erin. We're two everyday mediums who are passionate about taking the woo-woo out of spirituality and bringing it down to earth. So put the kettle on, grab a chair, and join us. Hey everyone! Hello! I almost said good morning. I don't know. (laughs) It could be good morning. It could be the morning for whoever is listening to this. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. not for us. It's uh, 10 to 8. (laughs) But PM. we usually record in the morning but and this we time we record, record in the morning. evening. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. 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 So my <laughs> – anyways, that's okay. Here so we how are. are. how are you, Erin? I'm good. I'm feeling good. a little bit um, – oh, the wedding's coming up and so it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, it's getting real. It's and getting here. It's getting mm-hmm. here. I had my hair trial today. So if you're on YouTube, you probably can see the curls. I don't normally do – Curls yeah, because you have hair. quite straight hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to have curls. I used to mm-hmm. have like big curls underneath more so, but since I've been straighten it, straightening my hair for most of my life, it's just gotten more yeah. flat. It's funny yeah. how the hair can change, right? Because like oh, my, my hair changed certainly like through pregnancies. Like I think it's a hormonal thing. Yeah. And my hair also changed a lot like probably in my teen years as well. Yeah, that- Um but oh, my skin did too. Like I was, I was thinking about this the other day because I was looking at pictures of myself um, from like really young childhood. So like yeah. 10 and under. Yeah. And my sister is like super, super fair and blonde and I'm fair as well in today, today. Right. Yeah. But I was so dark. I looked like my, my dad always looked tanned right. and I was so dark. And I asked my mom and she's like, oh, you used to have tan. You used to be brown. They thought you were just going to be like that like okay. right something changed and I don't know what changed but I just got super fair and my hair got lighter yeah because my hair used to be a lot darker I mean right now there's highlights in it but just mm-hmm. even like naturally it used to be a lot it used darker. to be a lot darker yeah I, thought, I don't know I, uh, weird. I know I was a I was a blonde when I was little yeah blonde 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 my parents thought I was going to be a redhead and then I went just went super dark yeah isn't that dark funny hair. yeah that happened to my youngest actually because when he was born he had very, like a birth very dark hair yeah. but then when he was like a year it was reddish um it was like reddish yeah, brown yeah interesting and then dark brown like yours is so wild yeah. i know it's funny it's really funny so welcome to episode 63 if we haven't said that already yeah well, i know i said there- to amy just before i was like let's go to a hundred we're gonna get to 100 maybe by the i don't know maybe not by the end of the year but like oh cl- i don't know we'd be close wouldn't we i don't know well we just talked about potentially because life is getting a little bit busy That's true. potentially putting out two episodes a month versus four so coming here bi-weekly for you guys yeah, yeah. um so yeah it might take a little bit longer than the new year that's okay mm-hmm. that's okay yeah We'll get I feel like this keeps it more manageable for us as life gets yeah. busy and something that we can commit to. Um, yes. Yeah. Versus. Uh, yeah. Lots on the go for everybody. And- yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's busy times. Yeah. Yeah. So today we're kind of going to talk about books and movies and things like that. Yes. Top I think lists of favorite books and movies, what we're reading now. What we will be reading, because I'm not reading anything right now. <laughs> I am reading some stuff right now. Um, so I'll share what I'm reading. Erin's going to sh- share her faves from maybe past and maybe yes. some of her to-be-reads. Yes. I've, I've got I have a, a lot two, of to-be-reads. Yeah, I've got two books that are I, – like, I like to pre – did I share this before that I like to pre – order books and I'll do it like say if somebody gives me money for my birthday or Christmas and they're very close like they're only two weeks apart in time so if I receive any money or like a say a a gift card that's like a a visa or like Amazon gift card or something I will pre-order books and then and then it's like a surprise because I'm like oh my god I forgot about this and there's a new book in the mail and I I, love it I love when that happens yeah so I pre-ordered two books and one's coming on Tuesday and one's coming on the following Tuesday. So I'm excited about that. I can tell you what they are. Yeah, what are are they? Since we're on the topic Um, of things we will read. I want to, I can't remember the author's names at the moment, at this top of my head. So I'm just going to quickly go in, go onto Google so I can, I know the names of the books, but not the uh, authors. And I want to be able to say what they are. So the one that's coming on 
Tuesday, like just in a couple days from now, from the day we're recording, is What My Bones Know, a memoir of healing from complex trauma. Um, yeah, I've it has amazing reviews. The hardcover's been out for a bit, but I pre-ordered the paperback. And it is by Stephanie Fu, F-O-O. So that has amazing reviews. It's got like 2,000 five-star ratings here. And then the other one that I have coming the following Tuesday is called... Dun, 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 dun. The Invisible Kingdom, Reimagining Chronic Illness, and it's by Megan O'Rourke. So I'm excited. Both of them are about like the body, which is interesting, but I've been taking kind of a deep dive into um, the body connection right now with my spirituality and with my intuition. And I feel like I've been quite public. I don't know if I've talked about it here on this podcast, but about my own issues with Mm -hmm. my health and like, Mm I have an autoimmune disease and I I think I have more than one. And so I'm in the process of um, advocating for myself for diagnosis for another one. But yeah, it is a chronic illness and I am never really feeling a hundred percent and I haven't in the last five or six years. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I heard that that book is kind of heavy. The, the last one I just referenced the invisible kingdom one, because it's that person's experience Mm. with the chronic illness. Yeah. And how yeah. she navigated the healthcare system um, to get help because it's really hard to get a diagnosis for a invisible illness, yeah. right? It's mm-hmm. very hard. They, and they they co they overlap. They most if you have one autoimmune disease, you probably have more than one. Um, so yeah, it's just it's it's very hard to get anywhere. So if yeah. anybody out yeah. there listening is in the same boat, I feel ya. You're not alone. Um, you're not alone. And interestingly enough. Now, I don't have any research on this, but it's something that maybe I will look into and see if I can find things about it. But I have heard other medium psychics intuitives talk about the connection with this type of work and yeah. autoimmune Dis- disease. Yeah. disease. Yeah. So I know we've, um, we talked about that. We've talked about that too with um, uh, uh, astrologer. Didn't we talk about it with somebody? With Emily? With Did we talk about it with Emily? Or maybe not. I don't know. But I feel like we've talked about it before, too, um, and about how much maybe, to this work impacts our, our own bodies and, and minds. Okay. I feel yeah. like we've talked about that a little bit. Yeah. And I know that, like, Tyler Henry, the Hollywood medium, has talked about how this work impacts his physical body and his health. He's yeah. got some stuff going on health wise too. So I think, think it's interesting. And I, I listened to a podcast recently with, um, it was an older episode, I think a year old on Colette Baron Reads. She's, mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite podcasts, um, Into the Wooniverse. Yes. Yeah. I talked about yeah. it before, but there was an episode with Asha Frost, who I've also brought up before, who is an indigenous healer from yeah. here in Ontario, Canada. And she's now a Hay House author and she has a new Oracle deck that's about yeah. to be launched next week. And um, she Woo-hoo. talked a lot in that episode about her, like she has lupus and she's had yeah. lupus, which is a, another autoimmune disorder um, for many, many years and just kind of healing, like having that diagnosis and then deciding to kind of go grassroots and holistic mm. and how she manages her. Yeah. 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 I thought it was cool. So anyways, that's, really that's a bit off topic, but I mean, I guess well, not. No, no, I don't think so. It's, <laughs> it's another recommendation uh, to go right? listen to that podcast and check out that episode if that resonates and sounds like something. And check out her new uh, Oracle deck, which is yeah, coming out next week. That's I exciting. Want it. I really want it. Did you pre-order? No, I didn't. Ah, no, I didn't. I know. I'm trying not to, but <laughs> I'm. I want it. Yesterday, actually, I was reading one of the books that I'll talk about here, which really has to do with like grounded spirituality, hmm. and I'm rereading it. So I've read it before a couple of years ago. I'm rereading it, and then Asha put out like one of those. You know, when you, um, I don't know what they're called, but you can take a screenshot of like something that's kind of flashing yeah. or moving on yeah. on Instagram, and so it was her cards. Like Hay House created this thing where it was like screenshot, pick a card. So I did. And the one that I got was called Stars and Soil. And so I shared it and I said, I I tagged her. And I was like, this seems really validating to me because I'm literally rereading. And I said the book and I said, Stars and Soil kind of sounds like grounded spirituality. And she's like, yes, indeed it is. So it felt like validation. Yeah, Um, I saw saw that. 
you saw that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that's her new deck and i i just i just want it so badly ah, so <laughs> yeah. okay shout out asha frost yes we're gonna need to have her on the podcast one oh that would be a dream that would be a dream yeah. yes so yeah let's talk about like so why don't you start okay um, yes what books have you been re- have you read that you just want to share and we want to preface by saying these aren't just self-help or spiritual books they can be yeah. anything anything that we've been reading or watching yes i yes. i am a, a very big fiction mm-hmm. <laughs> reader i've read non-fiction but i i really love uh fiction books i'm a big fantasy murder mystery gal yep um i like historical fiction as well mm. amy and i have that in common um yep. so i grabbed a few uh books off my shelf and i'm gonna start with actually this one because um i kept it all these years and i love this book so much um i read this when i was really how old was i i can't remember when it came out but i think i was maybe 12 or 13 Coraline. oh wow i didn't know that was a book how didn't i not know that oh and it was a movie it's a movie it's a book turned into a movie but i like you can tell this is it's an old it's old yeah but um i this is what got me hooked on neil gaiman Mm-hmm. So highly recommend him if you have not um, checked him out. I have another one of his books here that I've read and I love. I got this from a used bookstore, so it also looks extra old. Mm-hmm. But it's the Ansani Boys, Anansi, Anansi Boys. I always feel like I mispronounce it. So is it kind of the same genre that he writes in? That little kind of a little bit creepy. Yeah, there's like some it's mystery little... um, element to it, supernatural. I would yes. say um, he also has, a, I haven't read it, but there is a Netflix series out and it's called The Sandman. Okay. About it. And the sand, the Netflix series is actually really good. I, I haven't re- even I heard really of that like before. It. You should check it out. The Sandman. It Will it but, scare me? Because I don't like scary stuff. No, I don't think it's, <laughs> it's not scary. It's not scary. Okay. I like suspense and I like murdery shows, but, and, and I love murdery podcasts. Yeah. But I don't like like yeah. really creepy like I don't know the anticipation of like see I like oh. I like creepy I like supernatural give me that but I'm not a gore person I can't do that yeah I'm not a gore anything person to either. like gore for the sake of gore can't do it I can't do it um but this is like my number one book I've never gotten rid of it I've had it for many many years I still read it every now and again but it's just anyways, it's my favorite it's my favorite um then this is like probably this is my reading journey, okay? I don't know if you want if you want me to go <laughs> first, Amy, no, and go then ahead. You, yeah. I don't know, um, but um, this also I love everything she's written. Alice Siebel. This is the lovely. Yes, poem. I love that book. Yes. Yeah. That now that's a creepy book. Yes. But I'm is. glad I read the book before I watched the movie because I found the movie disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't. Just my opinion. Yeah, I didn't mind the movie. I liked it, but it definitely was missing certain things. And the book, uh, there's just Alice Siebold is like. I read that in my early twenties. Yeah, that actually probably same with me. Same here. Yeah, I just found her, and I. uh, She has a few. Because it had to be. It had to be written in the early two thousands. Because that's when I was in my early twenties. It oh, had yeah. to be written back then. Yeah. But I remember just stumbling on it and I was like, oh, I've never read this book before. And mm-hmm. this sounds like so up my alley, of course. There's um, one she's written about Alzheimer's too, isn't there? The Almost Moon, I think. No. Mm, what Alice forgot? Or what somebody, what, I don't know. No, I don't know if that's her. I think I, I know what you're saying. She's only written a few books, Alice Siebold. She's written... Yeah. I was sure she wrote something about dementia, but maybe I'm wrong. I think you're, I know who, um, it was also a movie, right? With, um, Julianne yeah, I Moore. If I, that is a movie. Yes. But I don't know if that's a separate no, thing or not. Of. Yeah. Um, yeah. She only has a few. She's got, um, the almost moon, yeah. the lovely bones, Lucky, which is a memoir. That book is pretty hard to read. That one is really, really, really good, though. Um, 
Is this one hers too? Yeah, she only has a few. I wish she had okay. more out. Um, yeah. But the Almost Moon, uh, it's about this woman and her relationship with her mother. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyways, I'll see both you guys. She's good. Awesome. Um, I'm just going to give her a shout out because I love her poetry. Rupi Kaur. Kerr? Ruby Kerr? Yes, I've got those too. Yeah. Um, right. She's got something new out, eh? Yeah, she does. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have that one yet. I don't have it yet, but I did see it. Um, let's see. I actually really like this book, and I like a few other Stephen King books. I've got It. I like It. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, and uh, Doctor Sleep. I've never heard of that which one. Which is the, the, um, what is it? It's a sequel to The Shining, which I've also read. This one is really good. I liked this cool. one, actually. Okay, but all of these are just my opinions, you guys. <laughs> yeah, no, people always ask, what are you reading? Do you have any book recommendations, right? And, like, sometimes you just want a recommendation of a book that's not just about yeah spirit or personal development. Personal development yeah. books. Yeah, you just want a fun read. Circe. Have you read this? One? I have that book upstairs. So you guys know that I'm packing up because we're getting ready to move. And so all of my books went into boxes and totes, except I had to like, yeah. I had to hand pick ones that would be available to me, which actually was quite challenging. So I have a basket <laughs> beside me and that's in it. It's in it. You have to that's read it. That's in it. Yep. It's a good one. Yep. It's a really, really good book. Um, it's a feminist take on... Um, the uh, Greek mythology um, around Circe. Have you ever heard of, really what's it called? Uh, the Achilles, somebody just posted about today. Oh, I don't remember what it's called. There's one called the Achilles something. Hmm. Same time of, same kind of book. No, I haven't. I haven't heard about it. Okay. But that's interesting. Um, I have to check it out. And uh, by the way, if, if anybody also has book recommendations based of what I just said, uh, and or Amy ha is going to say, please let us know. I love a good book yes. recommendation. Me too. Amy and I are on Goodreads. <laughs> we, maybe we can put that in description if you guys want to follow us. You can find us. us, yeah. You can find us. The one I was thinking of is The Song of the Achilles. It's by Madeline Miller. What's Is that who Cirque is written by? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so she oh, wrote so one she called... Just, is that one new? I let me see Achilles. when it came out. Did she write it? She must have. Written, I think she did. Two thousand and eleven. It says no. Okay, so this one is. So it was before that. Before. So that it's like a before. teal and a gold cover. It's the Song of the Achilles. Um, it's set during the Greek heroic age. It's an adaptation of Homer's Iliad, as told yeah. from the perspective of Atreus. It's about the relationship um, during the the romantic relationship during the Trojan War. Ah. I just, it's a good book. Awesome. It's so, really yeah, both of them. We haven't read The Song of the Achilles, but you let us know if yeah, you guys if you've have read, read it. Yeah, you've read it. liked it. Um, and then really quickly, I just have three more. I'm going to give a shout out. These are the newer ones that I've I've read. Um, the Lighthouse Witches by C.J. Cook, you which both I. both read that one. Yeah. Really like. And I really... what's the other one she has? I have it. It's The Ghost. And I. The Ghost Woods. The Ghost so Woods. I read that over the new year. Yeah. yeah, that was good too. And did is it not true that the Lighthouse Witches is being yes filmed as a TV series? They're gonna film it as a TV series. Yes, yes. I'm so excited. It's and good guys. They're, I'm pretty sure they're looking to do that with Sirs. Oh, that would be amazing too. Um, but yeah. Oh my god, I'm so excited for that one. And then, um, I don't know why she's been around forever, but I just discovered Nora Roberts. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't have anything by her, but I saw something at Walmart. It might have been that series. It probably it might yeah. have been. Yeah, because this is her newest one. So it's The Awakening, the Dragonheart Legacy series. Um, I really like it. It's about time travel, going time traveling, or not time traveling, going to another dimension with fairies. Um, mm. And there's some romance in it, because of course it's Nora Roberts. Um, but I... Guilty. She has a witchy series too. I was told, she like a does, trilogy. Eh? I feel, mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like I've seen that one. Is that Fire and Ice or no? I don't know. Maybe, but not. I just know that 
I had looked at it. I didn't buy it, though. I've never read anything by her. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if she was kind of like the, like the, what's, what's the, I think, like the Danielle Steele of more, oh, like, like, fantasy. Or like romance. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, Like, I wasn't yeah. sure. Yeah, like fantasy romance. And I don't know if her style could even be comparable to that. Like, is it a lot of focus on? Ah, uh, no. No. I think, okay. I, I would say, like, well, and I've only read one series, right? I actually have the, I have the other book uh, that I have to read the choice um which is like i think the third part of the series mm-hmm. um but there's it's i really feel like it's like about relationships and like finding yourself and just mm-hmm. self-discovery that's what i think it is have you ever about. read the um oh my goodness what is the trilogy called the first book is called the the history of witches hmm. no i haven't read it I but have, I, have them. I, I watched have them. the series Oh, see, I haven't watched the series because I want to. I read the first book. Yeah. I, and it's been like over a year. Uh, and then I think the second one I found a little bit harder to get into. Yeah, yeah. And then I put it down and now it's packed up in a box. So I cannot read it until at least when it <laughs> moved at the end of the year. But yeah, the first, the history of witches was really good. Like the I, first book of that trilogy. That's what I heard. I have to, yeah, I know. I have to read it. Also part of my Goodreads list to read. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and I've saved the best for last because this is my female book crush. Okay. I adore her, and she's and I've tagged her in some posts that I've fangirled because she has commented on the posts that I've tagged her in. And uh, so, Lisa Jewell, if you're listening, I would love yeah. to give you a reading one day. But Lisa Jewell! <laughs> I love Lisa Jewell so much. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I'd like, I discovered, it's you know when you discover an author? Mm-hmm. and you're like wow this is so good and then you read another book and you're like oh my god I just want to read all of the keeps, books yeah that this person has written mm-hmm. that's Lisa Jewell so I went back and I've read most of her books um who is, is Colleen Hoover have you read read anything by her she seems to be like really popular right yes, now not, I've not read anything I've you read it yeah okay so is is she up like to hype <laughs> I it was Verity was pretty good yeah yeah yeah, it's yeah. better to go in though. I went in reading it with like not not a lot of expectations. Okay. Um, because you know what, I found that way. I felt that way with um that book, and it's you've read it too. Uh, I forget what it's the Midnight Library. Yeah, it had a lot of hype. Eh? It had a lot of hype. I read it and I was like, it's just. See, I I loved it. Yeah, I just felt like it was missing something. I, I, my daughter, I gave it to my daughter to read. She just read it over Christmas. She liked it, but not as much as I did. Yeah. So I think it's just, yeah. It's just, yeah. it's just personal, personal. She part. thought it was But cool. I think part of that is like, oh, there was so much hype. And I was like. Yes. You know. Yeah. So, um, but it was, it was pretty good. It's pretty dark. There's parts of it. Yeah. For There's sure. parts of it that are yeah. pretty dark. Uh, and like, I was not expecting the ending at all. Mm-hmm. So I like that stuff. I like not. Not knowing where I'm going. And that's what Lisa Jewell does to me. Yeah. <laughs> she takes yeah. you on a ride. I want to see what's in this basket. Yeah. Show me, what's in, show me what's in your basket. Well, that's, that's what this what episode was... should be called. Show me what's in your basket. <laughs> this is not what I was going to talk about. I wasn't going to talk about these books. I was going to talk about the ones on my desk here. But I just want to see. Oh, there's another book in here that I am. Um, then I have oh. The Witch's Heart by Genevieve Gorchinenek. All right, Sorry. yeah. Um, so that's one I've got to read. Let's see what's in here. You want to know what's in my basket? I'll tell you. That yeah. one's in there. The Grain Brain um, has come out because I am investigating a whole like celiac connection. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got The Psychic Book of Deliverance Dane. Ooh. We've got... Silka's Journey. So this is from the um, author of the Tattoo of Auschwitz. Okay. Um, okay. Historic, historical historical fiction. fiction. Yeah. The Rose Code. Yes. Um, also. Has, mm-hmm. Yeah. Also historical fiction. Classic. Here? So these Kate are the ones Quinn. that got saved out of the box. Um, and there's one in my room too that's got saved. Uh, Harlan Colvin, the boy from the woods. Oh, I've never heard of that one. Do you know him though? No. Oh my God, Aaron! You need to start reading. If you'll like him, okay, okay, he's really good. And then I need a pen. 
Harlan Coben. There are so many books by him. Like I would say there's got to be more than 40. Um, Harlan Coben. Yeah, he's amazing. And there's a ton of Netflix series based on his books. Get out. I swear, uh, Safe, um, The Stranger. Oh, there's all kinds of them. Yeah, there's all kinds. All right. Well, look at this. Harlan, I'm sorry, but I'm going to check you out. Ash's book is in here, Asha of course. Frost, yeah. Yeah. So this is, um, I read it. Uh, one, so I'll have, I'll have, to, have to actually read one tomorrow because we got a full moon in Pisces tomorrow. Um, or is it the new moon? I don't know. But I'll have to read it because this is Look about moon cycles. Look and then that. finally, the reason I even went in here is because this is by Matt Haig, who wrote The Midnight Library. Ah. So it's called The Comfort Book, and he wrote it. Um, oh, look at this bookmark. My daughter made this in graphic design class. Ah. <laughs> um, he wrote it during COVID. So it's just like little short stories or paragraphs of things that just kind of brought him comfort yeah in challenging times and so i really liked this amazing and if you guys just for our listeners who didn't see that amy held up a 100 dollars bill that her daughter made with her daughter's (laughs) face on it her face on it (laughs) yeah she's made lots of really cool she made lots of really cool stuff um so yeah those were not ones i was gonna talk about today but you know whatever um i was gonna tell you about my three very favorite books ever yes which i wrote down i don't have next to me and then three books that i'm reading right now okay so let's do it my favorite book ever uh so these first two books were i read in the early 2000s around the time that i read um lovely bones uh the first one called is called fall on your knees and it's by Anne Marie McDonald. She's a Canadian yes, yes. author. Yeah. She lives in Toronto, but she was born, I think, in no, she's born in Germany, but like was her parents were from Cape Breton, Nova Scotia, which is uh, I'm from Nova that. Scotia. Okay. So Fall on Your Knees is set in Cape Breton. Cool. And a little bit in New York. So it's historical fiction. From a long time ago. I, that's just one I've always loved. Um yeah. second one is called She's Come Undone by Wally Lamb. Yeah. Wally Lamb is amazing. If you've never read anything by Wally Lamb, I haven't. He's amazing. I haven't seen anything new from him for a long time. Okay. So, Wally um, Lamb. Yeah. I love that name. Yeah. What a good pen yeah. name. Wally Lamb. Wally Lamb. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's got a few, and I have all of his books. Okay. Um, but She's Come Undone is just one that was kind of one of those books that stood out to me at yeah. that age. Uh, and then finally, in my top three is The Red Tent. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Anita Diamond. Diamond? Diamond. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you read The Red Tent? Yes, I have. Yes. Did you like it? I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was great. I thought it was great too. I cried. We like, ho- yeah, we like historical fiction. Yeah. We do. Yeah. As you can see in some of our choices, some other like historical <laughs> fiction books that I love. Um, the Seven Husbands of Elliot, Evelyn Hugo. If you have oh man, not, I haven't. That is on my list. I gotta my, read that. That's that book. I have read so many times. Yeah, I, I've got to. Yeah, you've got to read it. That's historical fiction. And then there's also uh, the City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert. Mm. Amazing. I haven't read that one. Amazing. That one's good. City of Girls is set in like the mm. 1920s, 1930s New York City. New York City. Like theater. Showgirls. Sounds like um, something I would yeah. like. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. Um, okay. So I've got three books here because I've got three books on the yes. go. Um, the first one, I'll t- uh, you can let me know if you've read any, read, read any of them or if you're interested in I reading prob- them. I probably haven't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I haven't read it, but I know about I know that book. Yeah. Yeah. So The Women Who Run With the Wolves. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I bought this in 2019 mm-hmm. and it sat on my bookshelf and stared at me. And um, maybe a month ago, something was like Go calling me. Yeah. And I went and I was like, whoa. So I, I'm reading it slow. I'm only on chapter four, but it's, I think it lives up to its hype. Mm. I really like it. The The intro actually made me cry and I don't even know why. It just felt like, yeah, it, it just made sense. It felt to like me. truth um, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So this comes from the intro. I'll just give you a little. I, I got some. Yeah. I, sorry. So 
some little quotes here. So this is just from the intro part of the book. When women reassert their relationship with the wildish nature, they are gifted with a permanent and internal watcher, a knower, a visionary, an oracle, an inspiratrix, an intuitive, a maker, a creator, an inventor, and a listener who will guide, suggest, and urge vibrant life in the inner and outer worlds. Um, when women are close to this nature, the fact of that relationship flows through them. This wild teacher, wild mother, wild mentor supports their inner and outer worlds no matter what. So the, world so the word wild here is not used in its modern pejorative sense, meaning out of control, but in its original sense, which means to live a natural life, one in which the creatrix has innate integrity and healthy boundaries. Um, essentially it just talks about how this is the innate like this is what women are all about this is what's in women's bones so mm -hmm. you know it's um mm. I don't know it's just yeah. a deeply spiritual book and she breaks it down I really like it because each chapter is kind of the sex the wildness yeah um yeah. And she starts by sharing a folklore story yeah um, from various cultures around the world that so she shares the the story, you read yep. it, and then she dissects it and says how it's kind of, um, what it's saying. What it's saying about. Yeah. So wow. I love it. I know, that's, I got, yeah. I was told to read that one. I love it. Yeah. I think it's a very empowering book. I know there's a lot of women that don't like it. Um, I personally do. So it's one of those ones, you know, if you are into that. It's written in a kind of a psychological way, I yeah. guess, yeah. too, which is yeah. my jam. So yeah. I just, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that one. And I should say that was that's by Clarissa Pinkola Estes, PhD. What a what a name. Right? Yeah. Pinkola Ooh. Estes. Um Estes, I guess. Uh this is I'm a rereading. Whoa. Look at that. Yes. Okay. Letters to a star seed, messages and activations for remembering who you are and why you came here. Mm -hmm. Now I I like Rebecca Campbell. Mm -hmm. I like the way she writes. I find it resonates with me yeah, yeah it yeah. feels it makes sense to me um I like how she breaks things down and how she you know forms things on the word on yes. the page right yeah like, um, style. so have you read this one no um what was the other one uh the I rise so uh rise that, sister rise rise sister rise and then she's also written okay. um light is the new black okay I haven't read that one okay yeah. I didn't like Light is the New Black I liked, but I didn't like it as much as Rise Sister Rise. I right. really liked Rise Sister Rise. Yeah. Um now you don't necessarily have to resonate with being a star seed to read yeah, this yeah. book. This essentially is just about grounded spirituality. It's about mm. when you feel like you have a big task and you're overwhelmed and you don't know what your purpose is and you know, maybe you feel like a black sheep. Mm -hmm. um you don't feel like you belong here right like this isn't home I want to go home it kind of talks about that and yeah, the purpose yeah, yeah. of being here yeah um That's so cool. I really like it I just want to read quickly yeah um a couple of spots in here so it says this is from the chapter the veil has been lifted this era is one of uncomfort uncovering mistruths so hmm. we can remember universal truths it is one of realigning to nature to ensure this planet will be a place that souls can return to for times to come Everything is now in a state of recall and realignment. Anything that isn't in harmony with nature itself won't survive. Anything that's attempting to manipulate or divide and conquer won't survive. Hmm. Um, so then I, I'm just reading my highlighted parts. And then also I highlighted, we're here to bring society and humanity back into harmony with the planet and the cycles of life at large. And that really corresponds with this. Because yes. this is about living based on the cycles. Because yeah. women are cyclical. Right? Yep. We just are. Um, and that's how we're supposed to be. <laughs> so this kind of <laughs> corresponds with that. Corresponds yep. with that. Um, I liked this part too. It says, you're being called to trust yourself, to trust what hasn't felt right, to trust your body and trust your senses. That's really what it means to be sensitive, to have our senses clearly speak to us. Mm. Your sensitivity is sacred. It's how life and the soul communicate. You're not a victim of it. It's a strength that's waiting to be owned. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Ah. And this one really got me. Okay, so it's it's called The Weight of the World, this chapter. And it's just talking about, mm -hmm. like, how you're not responsible 
for the way the world is and you don't need to carry that, but you, we are here to change it. Right. And it, and it starts with us like as an individual. Yeah. Um, so it says, it's, if we're truly, if, if we're to truly do the necessary work with change in these times, then we absolutely must prioritize our well-being. And this is where like my, my arm hairs kind of stood out. Put your body first so that you can do this work for a lifetime and not a season. And that mm. just like really hit me because I'm like, it's so right. You know, like it, I want to do this work for a lifetime yeah. and for a season. Yeah. So yeah. it just uh, validated how I've been feeling with this body connection. Body connection. And connection. And- yeah. Yeah. So I she's love great. This journey that you're on. Yeah. 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 I, I like her a lot. Um, now this one is one that I haven't I'm not too far in. Um, I do think it's really interesting. I bought this like secondhand on Amazon, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called the Intention Experiment. Ooh. And it's by Lynn McTaggart. She also wrote a book called The Field. Yeah. Um, so this is all about the study of consciousness and using your thoughts to change your life in the world. So I'm not going to read like about the whole thing. A lot That's of this really is cool. about the science behind intention and energy mm. and frequency. That's really, so it's yeah, like, like, it's not an easy read, but there's some parts <laughs> in here I wanted to share. So, um, in the mid seventies, a German physicist named Fritz Albert Popp had stumbled upon the fact that all living things from the most basic of single-celled plants to the most sophisticated of organisms like human beings emitted a constant tiny current of photons, tiny particles of light. He believed that he had discovered the primary communication channel of living organisms. Uh, Light waves offered a perfect communication system able to transfer information almost instantaneously across the organism. So he had done an experiment on a plant at first and saw this. Um, Sorry, don't want to leave anything out. Having waves rather than chemicals as the communication mechanism of a living being also solved the central problem of genetics, how we grow and take final shape from a single cell. It also explains how our bodies manage to carry out tasks with different body parts simultaneously. Um, and then he did the study with one of his students because he wanted to see, um, the effect of this on, with healing. Mm. So he constructed the first such machine to do this because he needed to, um, essentially like measure photons, photons. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm not a scientist, uh, which is why (laughs) I'm reading from the book. Uh, so he constructed the first machine, a photo multiplier that captured light and counted in it, counted it photon by photon. Um, and this years of this demonstrated that tiny frequencies were mainly stored and emitted from the DNA of our cells. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then he had the question, could it be that these frequencies were, could it be that there were frequencies that meditated healing? The mediated healing, maybe that's mm. how you're supposed to say it, mediated healing. So they did a test um with plants and they saw the computer displayed the final photograph it was dazzling a perfect image of the leaf and light like a shadow in reverse but with incredible detail each of its tiniest veins delineated <laughs> surrounding the leaf were little white spots like sprinkling of fairy dust evidence of high energy cosmic rays so he did that and then he decided to do this with humans that were healers so mm-hmm. reiki healers yeah, and yeah, yeah. he took pictures of their hands with this specialized machine that measured photons when they were setting the intention to heal something. Mm. And he, they literally found, so it says the imaging were, the images were breathtakingly clear. A stream of light flowed out from the healer's hands, almost as if they were flowing through their fingers. Swartz now had his answer about the nature of conscious thoughts. Healing intention creates waves of light and indeed, these are among the most organized light waves found in nature. Wow. So then I was telling Aaron before how that got my brain thinking about the term light worker. Yeah. And I was like, so if healing and intention, like if we communicate, because essentially where I'm at in this book is, is kind of proving that not only are we receivers mm-hmm. of yep. frequency, yep. we're also transmitters. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah. So I, my arm hairs are standing That's up. I really found cool. it really, really cool. Yeah. That that energy, and I know, like I am, a, I am a Reiki practitioner now, and I have, I understand how it feels when your hands get really hot, like mm-hmm. when a Reiki person says that mm-hmm. they do, 
Wow. They, you can feel you can something see radiating out of your hands. And it's so cool that there's like evidence, scientific evidence yeah, to show to that. Show so that. I will update as I move through the book. It's probably going to take me a while because it's a little bit of a difficult read. Yeah. It's a little dry, yeah. but there's parts of it that are like really, like really mind cool. blowing. Yeah. It yeah. sounds very interesting. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the kind of book that I would rather watch a documentary on. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Whoever is listening, (laughs) make a diet. Do do us a solid. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of documentaries, we'll move into movies. Yes. Let's hear your favorite movies. You want to? Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. I have so many. Do you want to start with genre? Whatever you want. I'm interested. And I'm okay. sorry about that very dry paragraph, but I just wanted to share it without butchering no. that, exper- that experiment. That's okay. That's okay. Well, you know what? Actually, before we go into movies, can I share? I know that, like, I don't know where it is in this book, but every time um, – I might have even dog-eared it. Um, but this book – Coraline okay yeah there's a really cool part in it and I think it's in the movie too so if you've watched it or read it you you know what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about but um Coraline is asking the cat for the name like this cat let's see if I can find a picture of him I think there's a part of that when she's out in the garden yeah it's been many years my daughter who's uh, about to be 17 used to watch it over and over and over again you should tell her to read the book that because honestly I love yeah it's a I'm trying to find the cat that's all she wanted to watch when she was like two and three. I, I've read this so many times. I've read this book so many times. Um, I'm pretty sure I read it when it came out. I think it came out mm-hmm. in 2012, so I was 12. Um, anyways, doesn't matter. But there is a, a part in the book where Coraline, it's right at the beginning, is asking the cat, this black cat, um, what his, what the name is of the cat. And the cat says, we don't need names. You humans need names, mm-hmm. but we know who we are. We don't need names. And I was like, Neil Gaiman? Yeah. Yes, that's it. Yeah. I just thought, I felt that was like kind of very, I don't know. There was, I felt like that was some, there was some spiritual, maybe I'm stretching, but aspects of that. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. that we do, we label things, right? In mm-hmm. order to understand it. Well, I've heard multiple times from other, like I've listened to other mediums or like spiritual uh, experts, quote unquote, talking about how spirit guides don't have names. Like they will never identify, like it's not like they're like, hey, I'm Matthew, but they may give us one because we need that from them. Yeah. Yeah. I've never, I've never felt like my guides have names, genders ever, Mm -hmm. but they give it to us of like. And I, I sometimes I feel like it's like this is what I was in a previous life. This yes. is or this is who I was. Yeah. So if you want, you can refer to you me can, as such. Because and sometimes like it's it's actually maybe twenty percent of the intuitive guidance readings I do. Do I actually have a spirit guide come in? Like normally it's, I say they, and I will explain if I say they as I'm channeling messages, it's because I feel as if I'm getting the information through your guides, but it's probably only 20% of the time that they actually reveal themselves to me. Otherwise I just feel their presence. And I feel as if that 20% of the time when they do show up physically, maybe give me a name Mm -hmm. tell me something about themselves. It's because that person wants that information which is always turned out to be true because the person will go oh I I was wondering and actually that will help me because now I can visualize and I can call on a name right so I feel yeah. like there's purpose in that there it's is. like okay I'm showing up this way because it's going to make it easier for her now she's going to be like hey you know Matthew hey, so like, and so that's my guy yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 yes right yes. I agree I, I agree. love it it's anyways that's very it. cool um movies so yeah let's go okay and then maybe we can go back and forth. Do you have – I know my favorite comedy movie. Do you have a favorite I didn't write any movie? movies down. I'm, I didn't write a thing down, but I will try to go, like, off okay. the cuff. Okay, see if you <laughs> – I'll pretend I'm on, like, movie. Jimmy, oh. Jimmy Fallon or something. He's like, favorite movie. <laughs> um. <laughs> um, okay, there, I, have a, I have a few uh, favorite uh, comedy films, but the one that comes to mind <laughs> is, is pretty – is more recent, um, Bridesmaids. Oh, Yes. Hilarious. I love Melissa McCarthy. Oh my God, Melissa McCarthy! I that love whole her. cast, that, that whole, whole cast, cast is excellent. Is mm-hmm. Hilarious. 
Yes. Um, I, I don't think I've laughed so hard in a movie theater in a long time. But when I saw that in theaters, I you were peeing ca- pants. I was peeing my pants. <laughs> I was cackling. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure people were like, it's not that funny. But I found it but hilarious. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Bridesmaids. Do you have a favorite comedy movie? Or something um, that comes to mind that you're like, yeah, this one. This one I, I laughed at a lot. Sorry, I have something in my eyebrow. I'm trying to I am maybe like you can ponder and I can go to my favorite one of my favorite horror movies. It, yeah, you, um, I have a lot of favorite horror movies actually. I wrote I wrote a big list. I can't think of my favorite comedy movie off the top of my head. I yeah. can tell you my favorite comedy show. Oh yeah, tell me. Tell yeah. The Office. The oh Office. yeah, yeah, that like, one is percent. so good. Like, that makes me laugh. But I am somebody that really, really appreciates British humor. So I find British TV way funnier. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the the office, the British for the yeah. UK version. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. The dead panning and like it's just it just makes me laugh. Yeah. Uh, my husband is the same. We love that we love kind of humor. That kind of humor. Also, yeah. um, Mrs. Brown's Boys. Have you ever no, heard of that I show? No, I have Oh my god, you're <laughs> That's a show that will make me pee my pants. Okay, okay. I it's have a to man. Check it out. It's a comedian feel, who's yeah. male yeah. who dresses up as like a mammy, you know, like right. an Irish yep. mother. Yeah, yeah. Um, called Mrs. Brown. I feel like I've heard and about this. Yeah, it's like one of those live, uh, like a live recorded show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. You'll pee your pants. <laughs> okay, you really I'm will. Gonna, I'm gonna yeah, have and if, to. if Alex likes kind of deadpan stuff too, he'll probably. Yeah, I mean that he'll... makes me think of like I love. Flight of the Concords. Yes. I love The more ridiculous and stupid, the better. <sighs> yeah. Like New- I don't know why, but New Zealand humor too. Yes. Hilarious. New Australian, New Zealand. Yes. Um I think it's so funny. It's a bit more dry. It's a bit I more find. dry. Like have you mm-hmm. seen ever seen that movie What They Do What We Do in the Shadows? No. Amy. Okay, put that on your list. They made it into what? a TV show. What they do in the shadows? What I think is it what we do in the shadows or what? Okay. What we do in the shadows. It is a mockumentary about modern day vampires living uh, oh in New Zealand. Okay. It's hilarious. Okay. And then they did a spin off show, which is on Crave, if anybody has Crave, um, about the police officers who are in that. And it's not as good as the movie, but the TV show of that is really good too. Anyways, so those are. <laughs> really funny awesome yeah okay um and the tv show of what we do in the shadows is also really really good yeah hilarious um so tell me your favorite what did you say horror horror movies i have a i have so many my favorite horror movie as a kid you have none i don't like horror (laughs) not even but one that you're like i can appreciate oh no (laughs) (laughs) no not really No. no no okay when i was because we know Erin's obsessed with ghost stuff, and she has mm-hmm. been since she was little. Um, I watched – it's not a very good movie, but I watched <laughs> A Haunting. Okay. Or was it The Haunting? With Catherine Zeta-Jones. It's a remake of the original one. Catherine Zeta-Jones, Liam Neeson, Luke – is it Luke Wilson? Owen Wilson, sorry. Sorry. Owen Wilson. <laughs> um, I watched that movie probably – I don't know, a dozen or more times. I would, every time we'd go to Blockbuster, this is, this mm-hmm. is aging me. We go to Blockbuster and yeah, <laughs> you're like a girl. I'm 20 years, I'm 10 years older. <laughs> 10 years older. Not 20 you. years, 10 years older. Yeah. <laughs> don't age yeah. yourself that much. Um, every time we went to Blockbuster, I would be like, mom, mom, can I rent the haunting? <laughs> She's like, again? Like, you just watched that. <laughs> She's like, I'm pretty sure we were here last week, you know, because movie Fridays, we'd go get a movie yeah. sometimes. And like, we just got that. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I mean, you might as well just bought it for me. I, I have. I actually yeah. own the movie now. Um, That's a good one. Um, I love, let me see. I'm just trying to go. The Exorcist, of course. Misery. That's a good movie. Oh, my God. Misery is so good. Um, Ghost. That's not a scary movie. Like with though, Patrick Swayze? With Patrick Swayze. Oh, yeah. I like that movie. Yeah. Uh, mm, yeah. So good. Um, 
moving on to earlier, okay, we've got, uh, let me see here. Sorry, I have my list. Um, I really love all the Scream movies. Those are a bit older, but I love the Scream movies. Um, I also really love, <laughs> my guilty pleasure is The Frighteners with I don't know what that is Michael either. J. Fox, who plays a psychic medium. Yeah, I don't know that. What is it called? (laughs) It's not a good movie. Okay, let's just preface it. It's corny. It's really corny. It's by the Frighteners. Frighteners. Okay. And he, he, I just want to see him as as a a psychic medium. Yeah, (laughs) I I also love too when like psychic mediums are made fun of in TV shows. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that it's about him. He plays a psychic medium, and you can see the ghosts. And he's, okay. like, trying to solve a murder mystery. Okay. Because it's, like, vengeful spirit is out to get people. Okay. Um, who is it by? He is speaking. He's New Zealand. He's a New Zealander. <sighs> What's his name? He did the Lord of the Rings. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it for a second. <laughs> I was thinking of all the people that are in that movie. I'm like, no. I don't know why that was really funny to me. Speaking of British Dead Pet, it was Dead Pet. It was like, um, oh yeah, no, no, Uh, Peter Peter Jackson. Um, Okay, Peter Jackson. Did he produce it or direct it? I don't know. Peter Jackson, because he also did, yeah, The Hobbit, Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay, everybody's oh. like, it's not that funny, ladies. Move on. All right. Yeah. It's late at night. <laughs> it's right. late at night. We've had a long day. Um, if you guys haven't seen the, these movies, please go check them out. You definitely have to go them. see Get Out. That is a fantastic movie. Get Out? Get Out. Really? Oh, my God. It's so good. It's okay, never so heard good. Of it. It's. I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Okay. I'll look it up. Um, it's a, it's a did... horror comedy. Okay. Yeah. I did think of a story. This is not my favorite horror movie, but I do have a story associated with it. Okay, tell. Okay, so I have a picture, picture this. It's like, I don't remember if it's 98 or 99, but it's one of those years. Yeah. And I am like 18 or 19. And the Blair Witch Trials come out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yep. And yep. I, go I like where this is going. Movie. I go see the movie one night with my boyfriend and we watch it. And then we come out of the theater and we get home and it's, we were like really spontaneous too. It was like, I, I don't, I don't even know. Sometimes I'm like, mom, like, uh, like I, I think about my own daughter. Like I just ran the roads, but th- that's like how things were in the nineties though. Right. Um, the latchkey kids that just kind of were like, I'll see you when I see ya. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. I just didn't even come home. I just went to his house. We got like a case of beer, yeah. a tent some hot a dogs <laughs> right his dinghy like a dinghy like a blow-up dinghy yeah we uh went out on the water okay it's like 10 o'clock 11 o'clock at night there was this there's this lake in Halifax called no Long- yeah we used to do this all the time but this is just funny there's this lake called Long Lake okay and in you can't really see it from the land because it blends in with the background but if you're out in the water there's an you can notice there's an island on it yeah so we had gone to this island many a times. We'd slept on it, like camped out there before. Nobody else ever was there. Um, so we take the dinghy out, right, with the yeah. beers hanging over into the water so they stay cold. And we're just like, <laughs> we're going out to this island to 11 o'clock at night on like a Friday night. And we go out there and we have a fire, eat our hot dogs, drink our beer, go to sleep. Okay, so we're yeah. in the tent. <laughs> and in the middle of the night, I woke up and I was like, it's like something woke me up i don't know what woke me up but he was not in the tent my boyfriend was not in the tent so i'm just like where was yelling he? <laughs> I, I, i'm opening it like a little tweak and i'm like hello like yelling nothing so at this point i'm like oh my god i'm gonna have to leave the tent in the middle of the night like i am scared i didn't think there'd be animals on it because it's an island yeah i, I don't know like maybe bears can swim but like, i wasn't right you weren't about that. yeah 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 <laughs> really that scared about that but I was just terrified but you're like alone on an island I'm like hello and I go out and I start walking I got the flashlight 
and there's like little you know in that movie how they find like these little things um i don't even know what they were i'll just for lack of better words say like stick figures yeah i know what you're like talking figs about. yeah with like kleenex or a piece of cloth or something and then inside was something red yeah okay so he like taught there's stuff all over the trees okay and i'm like hello i'm getting really scared right and he had created this whole like blair witch trial thing in the woods and i was i was peeing my pee i might have actually peed my hand like, i don't terrifying. know and it didn't it was it did surprise it didn't work out <laughs> and then i he I, I felt like maybe 10 like it probably was like five minutes max it felt like an hour and a half or like four hours it was probably 10 minutes that he allowed me to walk around and be like, hello. That's still a and long he, like, time. Jumps out and he scared the shit out of me. Mm-mm. And he was like, no, thank mm-hmm. you, sir. Mm-hmm. No, and he was like, you thought the Blair Witch was here, didn't you? I said, I sure did. <laughs> I mean, what is what and is somebody to think in this scenario? <laughs> back in this day, back in the day when that movie first oh, came out it, in theaters, yeah. people thought it was real because it didn't come out that it was fake yeah. until after. Yeah, there was so like a, that was part, was real. part of like the publicity of it, right? Yes. Yeah. So we thought it was real. Like we went on like opening night. Oh my God. <laughs> I was so scared. Uh, yeah, because I heard about it, people... I went camping. Uh-uh. I went camping with that man again, if you can believe it. <laughs> I can't. This is why I don't like horror movies. Well, no wonder he traumatized you. Yeah. But yes, he really did. And he used to think that was really funny. I also have always been really afraid of birds. And it's because one of my <laughs> earliest memories is going to this pet store with my grandfather. And there was a huge parrot oh with a God. huge wingspan. And it used to fly around the store. And we went in there and it was out of its cage. And it swooped really low to yeah. the point where like it like brushed the top of my head. Oh my god! Oh, it's with it, I don't know with what, but it's, I was so scared after that of birds. Sure. And we used to go, you know, different places yeah. or whatever. And he'd like take out some like chips or something. He'd be like, "Here!" And they'd all like swarm me like the friggin' pigeon woman and all them too. Well, that'll do it. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. He thought it was hilarious. I I don't know. Needless do. to say, this is not the man I married. Um, yeah, you mean it didn't work out? That's so shocking didn't work out for him um <laughs> yeah it didn't work out for you <laughs> sorry about that uh yeah so anyways that's my horror story that's your horror story I don't have anything I mean I probably do but you know what though I was the shit disturber I would you would have maybe not that but you maybe been like, that, but I let's freak you out I liked it yeah yeah <laughs> I was like I just want to stay in my tent like what are you doing Oh, but that was a fun experience, you know. Traumatizing. Yeah. It sounds but not fun. that, but like just like going out going there. Going out, like outside. You could swim and you could just like lay on what? the rocks and This suntan. is so off topic. What is the most wild thing you've done when you were younger? I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, I don't even know. I, I wouldn't know. My, my, my head goes immediately to places that I can't talk about. So I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know what I'd say. I mean, I don't, I don't. I can say mine and my mom's going to probably listen to the podcast and then she's going to be mad at me, but but I can't do anything now because I'm an adult. (laughs) (laughs) My mom's probably like, you want a pet? So much trouble. (laughs) This is the only time I ever did it. Okay. Okay. I. We're all like, we're like, what was it? It's not even that big of a thing. But for me, it was a big thing because I I Mm -hmm. didn't, I really didn't get into trouble that much. Okay. That was, Mm -hmm. that was my brother's job. Um, But I remember there was this, uh, this boy who was probably like, I think he was like two years older than me. Okay. So already I was like, Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, And he had messaged me probably on MSN or something at the time. Yeah, and said because uh, we lived very close to each other. He was like, "I'm I'm going to the park. You want to come?" And I'm like, oh, "It's it's like ten o'clock at night." No, that's so bad. Don't do that, Aaron. <laughs> Don't do that. I but said, "Nay, nay, nay." But I <laughs> but yeah, I did, did it, and I said, yeah. "Chris," I said, and I'm pretty sure like my dad was asleep or something like mm-hmm. on the couch. Um, and I said, "Chris, if if my ba- if mom and dad come." You have to make up a story, okay? 
And I don't even know, remember what I said, but it was probably something that would not have worked and they would have freaked out. But I went to the park with this guy and I snuck out. But I, like I think 10. we were at like 10 at night. But I think because I, yeah. I was such a scaredy cat, I think I was only out there maybe for 15, 20 minutes at the park. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, this was really fun. I got to go back. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> but they were yeah. none the wiser. I was out all the time. Like I just, I don't know. But again, like this was 10 years before you. Like I know that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was, I was doing all this in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was pretty wild, but th- with that. You were <laughs> yeah. Maybe not as wild as my story. So I'll just keep it that way. <laughs> I mean, but um, that I was, I was like in high school. I was, yeah. I was a little, I, yeah. Early high school. I just, I realized I forgot my favorite. So this is not like my favorite ever movie in the sense of this, like, you know, a great story and like won an Academy Award or anything like that. It's just a silly memory. So if you asked me or my best girlfriend that I've had since I was 12 years old, what our favorite movie is, we would both say the same thing. And it's funny because we talked about one of the actors earlier off camera. It is Dazed and Confused. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He's like, all right, all All right, right, all right. (laughs) That's, we could like, like we just know the whole movie, the whole movie, we just like verbatim. Yeah, yeah. We that was our movie that we'd like get together. Yeah. We'd go get some like Sour Patch Kids. And you- um, yeah, and we'd like and some vodka, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sour Patch. We would watch that movie. Vodka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would yeah. you ever put the sour like have you put the Sour yeah. Patch in the vodka? I feel like I did, and I should also yeah. mention that this all happened after I was nineteen years old. I actually, <laughs> and honest to God, I never had a drink until I was of legal drinking age. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. I I True only story. I think when I was eighteen, but that's because it was like I was in Ottawa, and it was like you could go to Hull. You could go to Quebec. Quebec, yeah. Hull yeah. is in Quebec, yeah. Just for anybody's wondering. Yes, yeah. yes. I we actually there was a wild trip that that same boyfriend and I went on with like a, a bunch of other people. We drove up in some crappy van, somebody's I don't even know who, and we just took off. We drove to Montreal from Nova Scotia, drove through the night, um, and uh, where is that going? Oh yeah, there was a lot of we met a lot of people that were even underage or like had to come up from the yeah. states. Um, to drink I, there was there's one trip we went to where there was a bunch of people there for a concert I wish I could remember what concert it was um but some like big concert that was yeah, happening yeah, yeah. this is like November 99 life was very different then, wasn't it <laughs> it was a different time yeah I remember walking through there and a lot of the storefronts or like bars would have like countdowns to the millennium because it was oh, only like yeah, a month away yeah yeah, yeah. that was that a was, big one that was a different time man you thought that everybody thought there were computers were going to come alive or it was shut down. I think it was like everything was yeah. shut down or something because it was Y2K. Yeah. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. I just read a book about that time period. Actually, I, I read it over the like the week before Christmas and New Year's. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. What is it called? I can't remember, but I want to tell you now because we're talking yeah. about books. What was it? Y2, mm. Y2K. It wasn't called that. It was something like I can't remember. I know it's being made into a movie, though. It is. It is, and I can't remember what it's called. Oh, I'm gonna have to tell you next episode. I wish I could remember it. It's got yeah, I can't remember at all. It's but anyways, it's set in that like New Year's like that week between Christmas and New Year's of 1999. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like about all the buzz of like what's going to happen. It's it's about essentially like kind of um, getting back together with your ex. Gotcha. To come because they came back to the university they graduated from to go to a wedding of their old classmates and they were getting married on New Year's Eve 1999. And it was good. Okay. Yeah. And they ended up like, well, I'm not going to tell you the whole story. They wake up with rings on their fingers and they're kind of like, what the hell? Because the night before they were like not talking to oh, each other. So, so it's a hangover it, it goes back situation. In, yeah, but it goes back in time and explain like they try to recover the steps of like what happened and how do we oh. get here. It was really cool. I wish I could remember what it's called. Um, That'd be, that, that sounds like it's going to be a fun movie too. Yeah. I yeah. should. It reminds me of like a Reese Witherspoon movie. So I'm really curious yeah. if uh, if she's behind it, like the, the one that's going to be making it into a movie. I will Tell find us. out what that book was called 
and I will link it in the show notes in case you guys want to read it because yes. it was good. Yes. It was really good. Okay, I think that's good for us today because we yep. talked a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed our book chat. Yes. Um, um, and if you have, are, again, recommendations, always here for it. Uh, always here for it. Amy and I, we can, we can link our Goodreads maybe, I think. Yeah, why not? can Something follow what we're reading. Private. I haven't been on good. I've been really bad with reading. I I, I want to. I have to start. You're busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, you know. It's something you enjoy. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So mm-hmm. I got to I gotta get back on these babies. Don't worry, you guys. I haven't forgotten about you. And Lisa Jewell has a new book coming out. Oh. You want to know how I got really close with my professor? Not sorry. That's not really bad. What? Cut, cut. Can you edit that? <laughs> oh, God. No, I didn't mean it like that. Okay, we're talking about all this. I'm bright, bright red. I got, I just mean like, <laughs> like she and I became like, like I was like her favorite a little bit. No, I wasn't. That was a lie. That's a lie. But, um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. What time is it? Oh, no. what yeah, are we, yeah. Where are we? Anyways, it doesn't matter. I just talked about Lisa Jewell with her. And she yeah. went, I love Lisa Jewell. And I went, I love her. I love her. <laughs> Fangirl. Yeah. I understand. I always get a bit fangirly when, like, I share a book and then the author shares it. I'm like, I'm like, I am a nobody. I'm like, who? <sighs> Lisa. I know. I know. I always get really excited. The author of The Lighthouse Witches, she shared... I did when I see that. She shared. she shared. She shared my thing, and I was like, yeah. Yeah. yeah it feels, um, it's, a, it's a cool feeling. It is a cool feeling. Um, anyways. anyways <laughs> on that note, us. yeah. Thank you for yeah. being here. And, thank you uh, for being here, for listening to our nonsense and our stories about when we were young. When we were young. That reminds me of that Adele song. I was, I almost started, that's what I was trying to sing, and then it didn't <laughs> sound like that at all. I can't remember the lyrics, but I just... <laughs> <laughs> all right this reminds me of the last episode i was listening to the last episode a little bit before we came on tonight yeah and we the one about how to best align with the energy of the new moon mm-hmm. and it just it just came out today the day that we're recording this and uh we were singing in that too because i said um we always I'm bringing, like I'm bringing enthusiasm back and then we both went i'm bringing enthusiasm back <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Get on our level. Crazy. All right. That's right. Okay. (laughs) See you next week, guys. Bye. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and tune in each week as we dish on all things spiritual. Don't forget to like, comment on what you would like to hear us talk about next and subscribe.